deep cover patriot does not now nor has ever sanctioned the use of violence to achieve political goals. In the defense of one's country, self, property, and family, the U.S. Constitution is clear, and Christians and patriots are encouraged to follow the letter of the law. And patriots, remember, avoid rallies or gatherings not organized by recognized leaders of the patriotic republic. God bless you, and God save the republic. Deep cover patriot does not now, nor has ever, sanctioned the use of violence to achieve political goals. In the defense of one's country, self, property, and family, the U.S. Constitution is clear, and Christians and patriots are encouraged to follow the letter of the law. And patriots, remember, avoid rallies or gatherings not organized by recognized leaders of the patriotic republic. God bless you, and God save the republic. Patriots and other interested parties. Today is Wednesday, October 13th, 2021. I am Deep Cover Patriot and the Republic, the Republic stands. stands. Hello, friends. Today we are going to do things a little differently. I'm going to read a statement that I wrote and posted a few days ago, and then we are going to have a little discussion. A statement on faith and patriotism. To my fellow Christian patriots, greetings to you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. In him alone is our certainty of salvation and the overcoming of death. I have always advocated for nonviolence. Debate, discussion, exchange of ideas, all of these are the adult and mature ways in which to approach disagreement. And now we find ourselves in a place and time in which dissent, indeed any thought that goes against the established line, is greeted with outrage and its speakers silenced. The United States of America was founded upon many principles, not the least of which is that we have been granted our rights by God, including the right to speak our minds, to hold beliefs dear to our hearts, regardless of whether the mainstream agrees or not. We have the right to gather in groups and hold our own discussions, enjoy each other's company, and worship together our God and our Savior, to work and raise a family, to house and clothe, educate and care for them, to seek medical care for our illnesses or not, to speak truth to power without fear of reprisal, to be able to go to the village square and challenge our fellows to debate and use our vote to express our will at the local, state, and federal level. And the understanding that government doesn't give us any rights, it upholds the rights we have already been given by divine mercy. All of this has been stolen from us. The right to free and fair elections, November 2020. The right to freely speak our minds, cancel culture, COVID, BLM, Antifa. The right to freely look for employment, cancel culture, COVID. The right to freely travel and move about, COVID. The right to freely gather in public or in private in numbers that we alone supervise, COVID. The right to freely raise our children in our way and to reflect our values as Christians. Department of Education, cancel culture, COVID. The right to appear in person before court of law, FISA, January 6th. The right to face our accusers, FISA, January 6th. The right to bear arms, the Constitution is clear, shall not be infringed. What do you think registration is? The right to our privacy and against illegal search and seizure, COVID, etc. 
all of these rights and more every day are being removed or at the very least broken apart into pieces. We have the Constitution as a remedy. However, as we have seen, the courts, the legislature, the executive, all three branches of government, the government we have entrusted to serve us, has abandoned the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. They have turned against us. They refuse to hear our grievances, and when our grievances are heard, they are summarily dismissed. It is clear beyond doubt that in the course of events that has led us here, we faithful patriotic Americans and patriotic believers all over the world have been removed from the discussion. We are no longer seen as members of society. Rather, we are singled out and scorned, ridiculed and bullied for not appropriating the ridiculous mandates and superstitions of the woke. The tyranny that has taken hold of our republic is firmly entrenched. We must understand that once the freedom of a people has been given away, it is rarely, if ever, returned to the people. There is still life in us, and though the Republic is gasping for breath, there is still something left of the nation delivered to our founding fathers from the hand of the Almighty. We must take to the streets and march for freedom. We must come together in support of groups to help each other through the persecution. We must support those who are working to reclaim our Republic. We must pray. We must make our voices heard and announce to the powers that be that we are free and always will be. That we will not be silenced, that we are citizens, Americans, we are the lifeblood of this country, and we will not be marginalized in favor of those who would take what we have built without putting in any effort of their own. We do not ask for the right to speak. It is enshrined in our Constitution. We do not ask for the right to march to the seats of power and ask for redress of grievances. That is also our constitutional right. We will not engage in violence. We will only defend ourselves if violence is meted out to us. However, we will not shrink into the corner with our distractions, hoping that one day we will wake up and it will be over. It will not be over until we stand up and demand it be so. We are Americans, and we will not be silenced. The primary mode of change would be to follow the model established by solidarity and to stop dealing with any entity that has a vaccine mandate or in any other way contributes to the abrogation of our rights. It is only common sense to explore all possible outcomes of a challenge, so it would be said that if events spiral out of control, remember, patriots will not go on the offensive. Any action that shows otherwise is a false flag intended to steer the narrative. We must not fall for that ruse. If you support global tyranny, you are on the side of evil, and there is something you may not understand about Christians and patriots. These men and women whom you hate and revile have had their lives, health, and treasure stolen by tyrants, and the tyrants require yet more sacrifice. We the people number 80 millions plus just in the USA alone. When the evil began this, it may not have counted on we the people getting to the point of having had enough of your tyranny and not participating any longer. To that end, I pledge myself, my house, and what is left of my meager treasure to the struggle for liberty. Neither I nor my fellow believers and patriots will freely enter into the darkness of enslavement. As a Christian, I forgive the tyrant, the activist, and the ignorant. Please do not confuse forgiveness with acceptance. May God bless you and protect you, and may the love and compassion of our Lord and Savior dwell within you. May we all be united before the throne of our God. In the name of Jesus, I pray for a peaceful end to this global tyrannical overreach. May our God and his Son come to our aid and vanquish our enemies. Psalm 9, the Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble. And they that know thy name will put their trust in thee. For thou, Lord, hast not forsaken them that seek thee. End. 
friends, when I wrote that, I was coming from a position of frustration. We all know what is going on. And as the days advance and events also advance in intensity, we understand that the end game has always been the clot shot, that the pandemic was created to plunge the world into such disarray as to provide Klaus Schwab, that evil satanic minion, the opportunity that he needed to press the reset button and at the same time accomplish their goal of depopulation to the point of a manageable few. When it comes that the war begins in the Middle East, and the Antichrist is revealed, the mark of the beast then will be unveiled. So the clot shot is not the mark of the beast. However, it is definitely part of what is planned for these end days. The Bible speaks of many things. Pestilence is one of them. As a matter of fact, that theme occurs over and over again in regard to the events of the final days, the last days, the end of times. We are at the beginning of those, and so the birth pangs, though they are increasing in intensity, are not complete, and so we must ride it out and do the best we can to survive. There will and is coming a day soon when forced vaccinations will be the order of the day, and we must be prepared for that. As I have said before, that is the hill upon which I have chosen to die. That is my line in the sand. I will not do it. I will not comply. We go round and round on Gab and Telegram and other social media about why is this happening? Why is Biden doing what he's doing? He's demented. He's got Alzheimer's disease. So why are his handlers doing this? Don't they know the economy is tanking? Don't they know that there are millions of illegals coming across the border? Don't they know that crime is increasing? Why are they doing this? You're not asking the right question. They know exactly what they're doing. This is by design. The only way that the world will be able to fall to tyranny quickly is by the United States of America that is so balkanized as to be neither United nor America. To that end, in the last nine months, Biden and his gang have succeeded in nearly destroying this country from within and without. He rules by verbal decree regarding these vaccine mandates that are neither signed nor filed. Yet the private sector follows along with his tyrannical rule, knowing that they will be insulated from any blowback by our tax dollars. It is time for us to understand that we can dream about a day when Trump will win the presidential election and thus affirm that he should have been in the White House all along. We can opine about whether or not the plan includes what is happening to us currently. And forget that General Flynn and Sidney Powell said that the people are the plan. It is up to us to effect the change that we seek to see. And we must know in our hearts, if the end game is depopulation and the ushering in of a new world order, a satanic new world order, and they know that tens of millions of us are aware of what they're doing, and they're still doing it, and getting more draconian. Is there any doubt that they would do anything it took to maintain their grip on power. And I'd like to go back and underline the word anything. The military is being brought in to drive school buses and to take over the clot shot rollout in a few states. If enough airline pilots fail to report to work, our interstate transportation system will have begun to completely fall apart. Similar moves are afoot at Amtrak, Greyhound. And that's a good. If every single person in this country that believed that we have choice over what we put into our bodies and or a moral obligation to uphold our faith and our beliefs or that people have a medical reason for not getting an injection or the fact that this is a 
murder shot that has absolutely nothing to do with your health. And if we realized that and stopped flying or shopping at Walmart or any other activity that would contribute to this, it would be a short order before the goalposts for the tyrants were pushed back so that the mandates would be maybe lightened up a little bit. However, I would like to say that all of this is not permanent because this is a concerted effort worldwide and our window of rebellion closed. We did not act in time. If we had stopped complying and stopped participating and organized ourselves more coherently, we would have had a better than even opportunity to have put a stop to the advancing tyranny. However, I believe that that window is closed. And what we can do is extend our individual freedoms until the point where enough destruction and devolution has occurred that we have no strength left to stand. If you don't believe that that would be a possibility, then you'd know nothing about the communist rise to power in China or in Russia or indeed any of the other nations which have succumbed to tyranny via communism. For all of them have followed the same pattern. Relatively successful economies followed immediately upon the attainment of power by the communists by a destroyed economy leading to once comfortable people huddling in corners under multiple blankets in the dead of winter freezing to death. And if, again, if you don't think that that would happen here, you need to pay close attention to the thousand ships that are offshore and being denied entry and access to our ports because we don't have enough workers. You have to look at why the cancellation of the Keystone Pipeline, which resulted in dollars raise in gasoline prices. You have to look at the onerous regulations that now have to be followed by meat producers and other contributors to carbon emissions and all of the other mysteriously connected ways in which the Biden regime has acted, which have led to the falling apart of our economy. Those of us that are old enough to have lived through a couple of recessions need to be aware that this is unlike any one that we have ever lived through before. We all fondly remember Jimmy Carter sitting there in his cardigan like an aged Mr. Rogers telling us to turn the thermostats down to 66 degrees as he dramatically does so in the White House. Not quite. Dark winter, indeed. Stay safe. Be vigilant. Pray, pray, pray. Remember to call upon the name of Jesus Christ, whom God raised from the dead. This is the stone which was set at naught of you builders, which has become the head of the corner. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. I pray in Jesus' name, God bless you, and God save the Republic. Well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence, on infiltration instead of invasion, on subversion instead of elections, on intimidation instead of free choice, on guerrillas by night instead of armies by day. It is a system which has conscripted vast human and material resources into the building of a tightly knit highly efficient machine that combines military, diplomatic, intelligence, economic, scientific, and political operations. Its preparations are concealed, not published. Its mistakes are buried, not headlined. Its dissenters are silenced, not praised. No expenditure is questioned, no rumor is printed, no secret is revealed.